It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Coming up, a stat about the Los Angeles Rams that will both blow your mind and make you feel very good about the future of the team. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. My name is Travis Rogers. I am the host of Locked on Rams. I'm also the host of the Rams pregame and postgame show on their flagship station, ESPN LA 710, right here in Los Angeles. I've been doing that since the Rams came back to LA way back in 2016, which, by the way, is a date that we're going to spend a little time talking about coming up in just a minute. Plus, I want to get into something that Jalen Ramsey said about Odell Beckham Jr. that when he said it, maybe go, no, that's probably not right. But the more you think about it, the more sense that it makes. That's coming up in just a little bit. And Sean McVay at the uh, league meetings in Florida said something very funny and I think maybe a little bit misleading about Tom Brady and him returning to Tampa. That's coming up before too long as well. But first, let me remind you that you should subscribe to Locked on Rams. Click that little check mark on your podcast feed and make sure that you're checking us out on YouTube as well, the Locked on Rams YouTube channel. That's a really good place for you to leave some comments. I can respond to as many of them as I can. You know, typically on Fridays, we like to answer some of those questions as well. So make sure that you are doing that. Let's get right into it and let's talk about some of these numbers. The voice of the Rams, JB Long, um, retweeted something the other day from the NFL Stats Twitter feed that just absolutely blew my mind. Um this one just was sh- shocking to me. And number two, when you start to think about it, makes you feel really good about where the Rams are. This is a graph of all 32 teams in the NFL and the date of their last losing season. Okay. So in other words, if you had a losing season in 2021, that was your most recent losing season, right? So for instance, the Houston Texans had a losing record last year. Their date is 2021. Okay, all 32 teams are ranked as far as the the furthest away from their last losing season to most recently, which which, mm, nearly half the league. You got 14 teams that had a losing record last year, so there's nearly half the league right there. We know who's at the top, or at least I did because I know that Mike Tomlin is a freak like that. The Steelers have not had a losing season since 2003. Okay, (laughs) that's just remarkable like that. As I mentioned, 
14 of the 32 teams in the league had a losing record last year. The Bears, Broncos, and Browns, Commanders, Falcons, Giants, Jags, Jets, Lions, Panthers, Ravens, Seahawks, Texans, and Vikings. We'll go through those a little bit more specifically here in a minute, but there's those teams. Go back a couple years from that. You got the Pats, Eagles, Cowboys, Chargers, Bengals, Niners, all 2020 had losing records. Now you got to the Raiders, Dolphins, Colts, Cards, Bucks. Okay. They all had losing records in 2019. You know how many teams are left? Eight. Steelers at 03, Chiefs 2012, Titans 2015, and the Los Angeles Rams at 2016. Mentioned to you that I've been doing the Rams pregame show, postgame show since 2016 when they came back to LA. That was the last time the Rams had a losing record in 2016. The other teams, Saints 2016, Bills, Packers. 2018 the Rams have the fourth longest streak in the NFL from the time that they had their last losing season to right now that is extraordinary a that this league because think about it we're talking about there are 32 teams like 28 of these teams have had a losing record more recently than the LA Rams the Rams have not had one since Jeff Fisher was their coach back in 2016 we know how that ended we talked about it on the pod the other day during about the hard knock segment we're not going to have any more of this seven and nine BS. Well, you didn't. You went four and 12. So we know how that played out. But this is a league that is set up for parity. This is a league that is set up for teams to be pretty good one year, not so good another year, really good occasionally, and not very good occasionally. That's how the league is, right? You're going to have as many 11 and five, I guess it'd be 11 and six. Now you're going to have as many 11 and sixes as you are six and 11s. That's kind of how the league goes, right? Occasionally you're going to have a a fantastic year and maybe go 13 and four. And occasionally you're going to have a disastrous year and go 14 or four and 13. That's how the league is set up. Not if you're the Steelers and the Chiefs, apparently. And, and not if you're the LA Rams and you have Sean McVay as your head coach. Sean McVay's worst season as a head coach was a few years ago when they went nine and seven and missed the playoff. They're the last team to not make the playoffs, right? They were under the new format. They would have been in. This was when we still only had six teams from each conference in, as opposed to the seven we have now, they changed it the next year. The Rams obviously weren't that seventh team, but they would have gotten in under that format. They were nine and seven that year. That's the bad year under Sean McVay, his record since taking over in 20 or after the 2016 season, the 2017 season is 55 and 26 in the end. You don't go 55 and 26 in the NFL. You don't do it. You really don't go 55 and 26 in the NFL. If for one of the five years you've been here as the head coach, you had a functioning quarterback. If four of those other five seasons, you had a quarterback that was somewhere between unreliable and just downright bad and you're still posting a 55 and 26 record and let's just kind of move on to the next thing. They're 4 and 12, or excuse me. They're 8 and 3 in the playoffs. So not only are they winning a bunch of regular season games, not only have they won the division 3 times, they're winning in the playoffs 8 and 3. Let me say it again. 8 and 3 in the postseason with a Super Bowl appearance or I should say one Super Bowl appearance and another Super Bowl championship. Two Super Bowl appearances in 5 years. This is what happens when you get the right guy on the sidelines. This is what happens when you get the right guy on the sidelines combined with the right GM in the front office and they work collaboratively. This is what happens when you have those two guys working collaboratively and you have an ownership group that's willing to spend money to put the best possible product on the field. This is how you find yourself at the top of these lists. The Rams have the fourth longest streak of consecutive winning seasons of anyone in the league. I want to... Longtime Rams fans really stop and think about that for a second, because when you really stop and think about that for a second and look at some of these other teams on the list, 
it's even more remarkable. By any measure, the Seattle Seahawks are a functional organization. They had a losing record last year. By any measure, the Baltimore Ravens are a functional NFL team. They had a losing record last year. The New England Patriots had one of the great 20-year runs in the history of this league. They had a losing record two seasons ago. You look at some of these teams that are constantly in the mix, really functioning, highly competent NFL organizations, and they're way behind the Rams. When you find somebody that can do what Sean McVay does, when you find somebody that has the pedigree, that has the messaging, that knows how to communicate that to their players, it is invaluable to what, what it means, not just now, not just that streak. As impressive as that streak is, it's what it means for the future, which is if you have that guy and you have a, a general manager in Les Need and an ownership group in, in the Cronkies who are committed to doing this, you can keep this thing going for a very long time. That doesn't mean you're not going to have a bad season occasionally. But what it means is, is that that's going to be the exception. You look at some of these other teams that are on here parentally, right? The Texans, you look at teams like the Miami Dolphins. These are, these are teams that you're not surprised at all that they have losing records occasionally. The Rams used to be one of those teams. The Rams were one of those teams that when they would have a 500 record, when they would have a, a, a winning record and they'd be 9-7, and seven, it was a cause of celebration. Not anymore. That they kind of the jump off point is, hey, we're going to win 10 games. And then we'll figure it out from there. Maybe we win the division. Maybe we don't. Maybe we go to the playoffs. Maybe we go to the top seed. Maybe we got to go in the wild card round. But this is where they put themselves since they've gotten Sean McVay together. That's the number that just blew my mind and makes me feel incredibly good about what's coming up next. Okay, I want to talk about something that Jalen Ramsey said on a recent podcast in ranking some wide receivers and really who would know better than who the best wide receivers are in the league than the guy that's responsible for covering them. That's coming up in just a second. But... Built Bar, right? Did you do what I asked you to do? Did you do it? Did you put some Built Bars in those places that maybe you're more likely to snack, maybe your car, your desk, your backpack at work, wherever it might be? Built Bar is the thing that can save you from those terrible decisions. Have you tried them? Have you seen how good they are? Have you tasted them? Do you know that they're covered in 100% real chocolate? All of these things that I've been telling you. Because look, we all make bad decisions with our food. Why not have a better decision, a low-calorie, high-protein decision replace all that junky stuff you have with these they're better a typical candy bar two 300 calories not built bars 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs 17 grams of protein what that means is that's all the good stuff and not much of the bad stuff at all compare that to the other things you're going to be blown away and a built bar all about the taste they make it taste great first and then they figure out how to put all the stuff in. I don't know how they do it. They know how they do it. You don't need to know how they do it. Just taste them, and you'll be blown away about, hey, I don't have to make the chips or the candy bar or any of those things. Built.com. That's where you go. Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off of your order. Promo code, one more time, LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Make a good choice. There's so many bad choices. Make the good choice at Built.com. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, thanks again for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. Make sure you're following Locked on NFL. Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It, too, is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So Jalen Ramsey um, was talking about uh, wide receivers on the Pivot podcast, and he was talking about the best wide receivers in football and really who would know more about who the best guys at that position are than the guy that's responsible for covering him week in and week out. And that's exactly what Jalen Ramsey is. So here's who he had in his top five wide receivers. He has uh, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Debo Samuel tied for first. Okay, that's fine. He's got that followed up with Odell Beckham Jr. at four, and then Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs tied for fifth. Okay, so when I first heard that a couple of things pop into my mind, number one is, uh, why is Cooper cup at fifth? That, that, that's the number one thing. And he goes up against Cooper cup at practice. And I'm sure there's some friendly rivalry going on there about them, you know, kind of challenging each other regularly. That's what all great teammates do. They, they measure themselves against the other best corners, the best wide receivers. That's how this thing works. So I, I I'm not trying to create any beef where there probably isn't any, but Cooper cup at five, I don't know if you went around the league and asked too many general managers, asked too many quarterbacks, hey, who do you want as your number one wide receiver that wouldn't be taking Cooper Cup somewhere way before number five? Let's just put that aside for a second. The part that's the most interesting to me is that he has Odell in the top five because Debo, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who we didn't mention, is in there. There are a bunch of really good wide receivers in there. But Odell, I don't know if we would have had him in there uh, very recently prior to coming to LA, prior to him kind of re-establishing himself as one of those guys. He also thought that Jalen Ramsey thought that Odell Beckham Jr. could have been a guy that would have won a Super Bowl MVP had he not gotten hurt. Quote, in the Super Bowl, O was really the igniter. If O could have kept that going, O probably would have been Super Bowl MVP. And that's not taking anything away from Cooper, but O was really living like that. He was on another level. And then knowing he was going to be a free agent too, all of that, it's like, dang, man, I hated it for him. But everything happens for a reason. And because of that, hopefully we can get him back. Okay, so a couple of things here. Number one, I don't think he's wrong about Odell Beckham Jr. maybe potentially being the MVP of the Super Bowl last year. He was doing the majority of the work in that first half. He's 100% right of that. I do think that there's an element of him lobbying on his buddy's behalf, Odell Beckham Jr.'s behalf, to try to get him back in L.A. I think by saying these things, I think that he's probably hoping it puts maybe not a ton, but just a little bit of extra pressure on the organization to get something done to bring Beckham back, to add him to a receiving core that already has Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup. That would be a nightmare for opposing defenses, to be sure. But it's also true, right? Odell went from a guy that came into the league that was remarkably regarded you know and by that i mean he was he was famous for reasons now and it wasn't just because it was famous because he was on the new york giants which means you're gonna be on monday night football a ton you're gonna get a ton of credit you're gonna get a ton of eyeballs all the things that come along with playing for a team in new york that's understood he made that bananas catch right where the the ring finger and the the thumb he caught a touchdown pass 
with two fingers on Monday Night Football kind of launched him to a whole other place, rightfully so. But his play week in and week out was not on the level of some of these other guys that we're talking about. And then certainly when he went to Cleveland, it wasn't that at all. Now, at the time, it felt like it was because he was dealing with some things um, that maybe he wasn't the team guy. He's an emotional guy. He wasn't able to do this, that, and the other thing. And we're kind of looking at it like, yeah, this is an Odell problem, much more so than it's a problem with Kevin Stefanski or Freddie Kitchens or any or Baker Mayfield or any of the other guys that may have been a part of, of the, the issues in Cleveland. And when he came to L.A., there was a thought of, well, we'll see. I mean, what's the harm? They really didn't have to give up anything to go get him. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, eh, whatever. Just kind of keep it moving. And we've got Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson. No harm, no foul. Well, turns out they needed him desperately for all the reasons that we all know at this point. Robert Woods goes down. He, and most importantly, he's still really, really good. And when you start thinking about the best wide receivers in football, it's really hard not to put him in that top four or five. It's really hard not to think of him in the terms that you think about Tyreek Hill and to think about Devontae Adams and Cup and Diggs and, and Debo Samuel, all of these guys. I mean, if you're putting Odell in there and you're doing the, the playground draft where they're all standing there, like, I'll take this guy, I'll take that guy. You get, you get Odell, you're not feeling bad about that. You're feeling really good about that. And I and, and if Jalen Ramsey is saying, and again, there, there's a kernel of, I'm trying to get my guy paid. I'm trying to make sure that I get my guy back on my team because I think it'll help us defend our Super Bowl championships. All of those things are true. But if anything we know about Jalen Ramsey is that he's going to tell you the, the real, right? He's going to get, he's going to, what, what's the phrase, keep it 100? He's going to do that. He's, he's not going to just go out there and do it explicitly to try to help his guy out. He believes it. I believe it. Like if you just told me, list your top five wide receivers, I don't know if I land on Odell until you really stop and think about it and say, okay, who are you going to put in there ahead of him? Probably, you know, DeAndre Hopkins comes to mind if he's healthy. There's, there are there are some other guys out there that kind of fit the bill, but a bunch? I don't think so. There, there can't be more than one or two that he's right and that they could have two of the top five receivers in football. And by the way, if we're going a little bit further down the list, we're not getting too far down before we get to Allen Robinson. Okay, he's on the team too. So you got three guys at that one position, potentially, assuming Odell comes back. When you think about Odell and you think about the way that Jalen Ramsey put it, makes you feel even better about what the Rams could potentially have at that position. Okay, so Sean McVay said something about Tom Brady at the league meetings that was pretty funny. And I think he's maybe, maybe a little bit of misdirection going on there as well. That's coming up in just a bit. But first, Rock Auto, right? You fix your own car. You work on it. Have you ever had that moment where you go into the big store and you're like, I need this part for this model for this year. And the guys at the computer, he's saying, I don't know if I have it. Let me check. Let me check. How often do they have it? Not that often, right? You go to a dealership. Well, now all of a sudden you're going to pay a fortune for that part, maybe 30, 50%, even 100% more in some of these cases. For example, Honda Odyssey. It's a fuel pump. It's 350 bucks from a chain store. 216 at Rock Auto. You can't beat that. It's a family-owned business. Rock Auto's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices at Rock Auto are reliably low for every single customer. They have everything that you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new car. But if you need it, Rock Auto has it, right? Go see the website. It's incredibly easy to, easy to use. You're going to find all the parts that you need and find out how you can help yourself with your time and with your money. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And this is important, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you over there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. 
rockauto.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every day. My name is Travis Rogers. Make sure you click that subscribe button upper right-hand corner. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Rams on YouTube as well. It's good news. You get the podcast every single day. I get some subscribers. All good win-win. So league meetings taking place in Florida this week. And Sean McVay uh, was talking about Tom Brady and Tom Brady's decision to retire and then come back to the Bucs uh, a month or so later. Uh, what he said was, quote, I was saying – blank man can we get this guy the hell out of this league okay making a joke it's funny and yeah I mean I I would imagine that when you are the head coach of the Rams when you are the head coach of a team that is competing to win another Super Bowl you're looking around the, the rest of the league you're trying to figure out who are the teams that you're competing against directly and you know look this is this is not little league you you're looking for other teams to struggle you're looking for other teams to maybe be in the middle of a rebuild that that you're not and Tampa without Tom Brady would have been a really interesting thing. Like, I mean, think about the quarterback carousel that we've seen so far this offseason. Tampa would have been involved in that for sure. Instead, they get the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, maybe he's not quite that right now, but he's not that far off from that right now either. We saw it last year. And I get it. I think that, that, that Sean McVay would probably love to have Tom Brady out of the league once and for all. That's one less guy that you really need to worry about. When you wake up in the morning, if you're Sean McVay, you got to worry about Tom Brady. You got to worry about Aaron Rodgers. You got to worry about Patrick Mahomes. I think that Josh Allen is probably on that list now. There's a handful of guys you think, okay, at some point, I'm going to have to beat one or more of these guys to go get what I want to get, which is another Super Bowl championship. If we can take one of those guys out of the mix, great. Okay. So I think there's a kernel of truth to that. What I also think is true is you can make light of that to a certain point when you know that's not the guy that you're worried about. And this is not disrespect to Tom Brady in any way, shape, or form. I am fully aware of who that man is. I am fully aware that he's the greatest quarterback of all time, that he's been to the Super Bowl, what is it, 11 times, 10 times, whatever the number is, that he's won six of them. It's, it's, it's insane. I think it's seven, actually. It's, it's an insane career, and he's the reason that all those Super Bowls got cashed in. I, I, I get it. Sean McVay's 3-0 against Tom Brady as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. None of those games really, other than the playoff game last year, have felt particularly close. And even the playoff game that was close was close for really weird reasons. It was close because Cam Akers fumbled twice. It was close because Matthew Stafford and Brian Allen couldn't execute a shotgun snap and they lost 30 yards when the ball went whistling by his head. It was, it was, a, it was just a bizarre, bizarre day that the Rams still found a way to win anyway. And, and look, it, I don't want to quite call it a miracle because the Rams played really well for more than half that game, but that was more of the Rams kind of blowing it for the better part of what would that be, 28 minutes in the second half as opposed to playing a game straight up with Tom. Tom Brady wasn't cooking them necessarily. It's that the Rams were cooking themselves. They couldn't get out of their own way. And then all of a sudden they figured it out. They hit the, you know, the love of the game route. Cooper Cup, kick the field goal, win, go and win the Super Bowl. But Sean McVay saying that, you know, when can we get this guy the hell out of this league? I think there's a 
I'm really not worried about that guy that much. I think there's something to that. Not, not that you're not worried about him, but I know how to beat him, right? When you look around, the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo on his very best day is one one trillionth of the quarterback of Tom Brady on his very worst day. They can't beat the Niners. The Niners are the team that I think they look at and say, look, I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out the puzzle. I still don't know how to do this regularly. Now, they won't, they beat him when they needed to beat him the most. But I think that's the interesting part, right? That Tom Brady, as good as he is, I know, I, I know how to beat that guy. I know how to beat that team. I know what they do really well, and I know how to make life hard on them. The Niners, not nearly as accomplished as Tom Brady, but I'm not quite sure. Every time we play these guys, it's nip-tuck. It's, or they're just pounding us. So when you hear something like that, I don't think you're saying that about somebody that you're genuinely, deeply worried about having to run into. I think that's one of those, I respect him. It's a good line. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. But, oh, man, we ever going to have to? No, wouldn't it be nice to have to not play against this guy? <laughs> that kind of thing? Knowing that I can beat you? Oh, man, one of these guys again, huh? Yeah, I can beat you. I think there's a little bit of that. I don't think he says that if it's genuinely... There's a difference between, ah, this guy. I can't be the other. This guy's in the Super Bowl. And, damn, he's back. There's a difference, right? At least to me, there is. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Rams. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft. That'd be Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bringing the draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked on Rams house. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.